I've been through trials and tribulations Been a while since I was saved And I might smile on rare occasions This mess won't leave me depressed And I know I need rest in the season of stress Felt no recess since evil is crept And the bar is set, ain't leaving a nest How can I leave a woman Welcome to the first um, Sports and Jesus mini episode um, So yeah Yeah, so uh, this is going to be short this is going to be uh, actually uh, tr- the goal of this is going to be short. We'll see how good we are at that. Um, Not good. Yeah. Full disclosure: When we first started this podcast, we're like, "Yeah, we'll do about half an hour long, fifteen minutes on sports." <laughs> <laughs> now we're we're always over an hour. <laughs> um, but but yeah, so we just want to talk about like one or two sports subjects, um, and then. We're going to do, and I'll explain when we get into the Jesus part how it's going to look a little different. Um, but we we wanted just to give uh, more access, more opportunities for th- this. Is kind of going to be another way to build. What we're wanting to do is like build, continue to build like this sports and Jesus community um, that has somehow um, become, in a way, almost like a global thing. Um, and so we want to give create a way to give more people that are a part of that community um, a way to get involved. And so, especially in the Jesus portion, 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 the portion. Partition? Yeah. In the Jesus partition, um, we're, we're going to be bringing in a lot of people in and out of these mini episodes that are just a part of this community. Um, so if you're listening to this, that could be you. Um, reach out to us. I mean, we're, we're open to anyone coming on here and joining us for these mini episodes. Um, you can holler at us yep. on Facebook um, or email us sportsandjesus at gmail.com on any social media, really. You, you can holler at us. Um, also, so we're on Facebook Live right now. We want this to become, these mini episodes to become a, a YouTube Live thing. And that, that's where we're headed. So we do our, our full episodes every other week on Facebook Live. And then we want to do these mini episodes on the weeks we're not doing the full episodes on YouTube Live um, to hopefully engage with some new people through through YouTube and and to build that up. Um, so yeah. the reason we're not on YouTube Live tonight is because we found out about five minutes before we went live that you have to wait like 24 hours um, before yeah. YouTube accepts your liveness. So, But next week, we're, or not next week, next week could be a full episode. The next week, the next mini episode, YouTube live. So, but we're already like two minutes into this thing that's supposed to be short and we haven't talked about sports yet. <laughs> so sports, the main topic we want to talk about, we kind of want to stay in the NFL tonight because that seems to be uh, basketball's ended. Baseball is ending. We don't think there's a, we don't think there's enough in baseball that we could talk five minutes worth. Um, no, we don't really care anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yankees are out. I don't care. Braves yeah. are out. Joy doesn't care. Um, the the Astros aren't going to win, so I don't I don't really care who wins at this point. Um, so yeah, so we um, yeah, so we want to talk. We want to stay in the NFL. We've got two kind of quick subjects here. Uh, the first one we want to talk about. If you're not aware, it has been announced that Tua, not going to try the last name, is going to start this upcoming week for the Miami Dolphins. First Woo! time. Um, first game starting, he played for the first time last week. And uh, so, 
as you can tell by that woo, Joy is an Alabama fan, if you don't already know that. Uh, we're also probably the majority of our audience is, is somewhere close to Alabama, so, so this kind of hits home. Um, one thing I did see, Joy, that, that was pretty cool is that with Tua starting, that means that there either is or has been, I guess is a player from Saban's Alabama starting at every position somewhere in the NFL. I thought I thought that was amazing. But um Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. They take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. Yeah. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. Yeah. When you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl. You are talking Super Bowl. Miami Dolphins. Woo! Preach it. Yeah. So I, it, I, I really thought you were going to sing it too. I was really excited about that. I um, started just speaking it and I was like, well, I don't want to like turn into singing here. You should have at least yeah. wrapped it, like done it fast. <laughs> yeah. well, I see uh, John Carter just commented. He needs to come on and wrap it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, uh, hey, sound doc, you need to come. You need to wrap that and uh, rewrite the words. For it to fit to us somehow and be gospel more gospel centered. Yeah. And it's yeah. Because Tua loves loves Jesus, I think. Seems to. You, you know, you don't really know somebody's heart. But uh but yeah, so Tua's starting. Um that's okay. This is a this is a uh not Alabama fan speaking, so Tua doesn't really mean anything to me. Man, the Fitzpatrick was playing pretty good. Like that's a that's a surprise. Uh I, I think definitely a surprise. It was a weird time to announce it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like I know I know your goal your goal this year, if you're the Miami Dolphins, like you're the most important thing to you, probably even more important than getting to the playoffs this year. Cause let's be honest, like the Dolphins you're you're not going to win, even though Joy just said you're talking Super Bowl when you're talking about the Dolphins. Uh, you're not talking Super Bowl this year, right? Uh, there are way, way too many good teams in the AFC for for you to talk Super Bowl. I mean, you've got like, you've got Steelers undefeated, Titans undefeated. You've got the Chiefs. You've got the Raiders. You've got, um, I mean, the Patriots have looked very good at times. You've got the Ravens. Like, you've got some. Really, really good teams in the AFC. So the Dolphins definitely have a shot at making the playoffs, uh, especially the the division. Oh, you've got the Bills too. But your most important thing, if you're a Dolphins fan or if you're in the Dolphins organization, is developing Tua this year. Is yeah. you want to do everything you can to help develop to a, you don't want to put them in too soon. You don't want to hold them out too much. You want to kind of, and so you see that by this decision, because um, the Dolphins have looked very good with Fitzpatrick so far, but you can tell the most important thing is that we develop to a properly. Yeah. Did all the ups, do they have um, to a Tungvaloa starting at quarterback? I don't think so. No, they've just got guys like so, Patrick Mahomes and Super Bowl. Super Bowl or bust. That's it. You just got guys like Patrick Mahomes and Cam Newton and um. <laughs> oh, I can't think of what's 
Lamar Jackson, Ben Roethlisberger. Right, right now the top of the AFC East is the Bills, and I don't think they'll stay. They they might win their AFC East. Bills look good, bro. Depending. On... Bills yeah, look very good. Never last. <laughs> uh, so, little David story here. Um, the Bills were my favorite team back in the day. Like back the in the day when I was like five and six. Yeah, yeah, favorite team. Until Peyton made it to the NFL. Bills were my favorite team. I, I loved me some Jim Kelly. And Titans so, were my, always my favorite team. Yeah, well, when we were six or seven, the Titans didn't exist. So they were the Oilers yeah, and they, they were in they, Houston. Then I had an Eddie George jersey and I loved Steve McNair. But when I was young, because I played my peewee football team were the Raiders, so the Raiders were my favorite team. My my peewee team was the Saints, and I never liked the Saints, even though I played for them. <laughs> I've got to realize, like, I keep oh, looking at... Black Raiders jersey. I had to... That was the only team I watched on Sundays. Like, my family's never been big NFL people, so I didn't really grow up watching the NFL except for the Raiders. Oh, man. So, speaking of the NFL, uh, which we'll, we'll just talk about this real quick, and then we'll be done, because we're trying to keep this short. And of course, I'm. If you didn't notice, I'm wearing a soccer jersey, so I'm got to bring this into it. NFL red zone, right? Greatest invention known to man, correct? Like it's like NFL red zone, the wheel, bread, Xbox, Xbox, fire. (laughs) Right. That's that's the the order, right? Yeah. And um, Batman also in there. So, yeah, yeah. So red zone is obviously number one. Obviously, red zone's number one, greatest invention of all mankind history of ever. Red zone has ruined football for me. So I was, I was thinking Sunday watching Premier League soccer. I was like, man, I wish they had like a soccer red zone. And then this week, if That's you like a million dollar idea, okay, okay, I thought so too. And then, so this week, so Tuesday and Wednesday was the group stages of the Champions League. So there are like 16 games happening that day. And each day, they're all like eight games at a time. And guess what they had on CBS All Access? Like a soccer red zone. It was amazing. (laughs) Like it was so exciting. Like they would just be going like back and forth whenever a team had the ball ball in the box. Like it was just it was crazy. It was like nonstop action. I'm like, this is this is amazing. Like I could watch this all twenty seven hours in a day. It's like uh um I had a thought in my head and I lost it, man. You don't have to filibuster while I think about it. it okay. Like, it was a good thought. Okay, filibustering. By way of filibuster, I want to remind you quickly of our sponsors. Um, if you notice that hat that Joy's wearing, that hat came to us by um, from Lofty Leather Company. Go check them out on social media. They took some really cool pictures also of, of them uh, in, that, in the workshop. And um, they're awesome, awesome. Uh, yeah, go check them out. Go follow them on social media. They got some really cool stuff they have. I know we keep talking about this, but it's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Like they have, they make wallets out of like vintage leather baseball gloves. 
Like it's it's amazing. So go check that out. Our our other sponsor, our other partner, Red Letter Clothing, um, RedLetterCLO.com. Go check them out. They just came out with some some new merch that that looks amazing. Uh, really cool concepts for all of shirts and um, hoodies and all kinds of stuff. They got some really cool hats. Uh, very gospel centered. Very God honoring and exalting. Um, just just really cool stuff. Uh, so yes, those are our two partners right now. Also, if you'd be interested in partnering with us um, as, as we continue to grow, uh, let us know. Hit us up, sportsandjesus at gmail.com. We've got some um, some some info for you. So if you're out there, if you're listening and you own a, own a business um, that you want to hear on, about here on Sports and Jesus, uh, yeah, holler at us. We'd love to, if, if you love the Lord, we'd love to, love to talk with you. So. Did you remember what you forgot? No, it's gone. You got distracted by me talking about our wonderful sponsors. Yeah. I love <laughs> every one of them. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, do what? Next next week, I'll wear my uh, my soccer jersey. Okay. Awesome. Who's your soccer I jersey? I had, a, I had a Drogba jersey, Ooh. and I've got a Brazil jersey. A who? Who's the second? Who's the last one you said? Brazil. 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 Oh, just generic Brazil. Yeah. We'll so, we'll say it's Neymar. It doesn't fit though. So you probably don't want me to wear it. Well, this <laughs> is uh let me put me on the big screen here. There we go. This is uh Juventus, my favorite team. Um this is Dabala is the number on the back. I'm not gonna get up and show you that, but Dabala, my favorite player. Yep. My, my daughter is also my daughter's favorite player. And so every time she kicks anything, she does the Dabala mask. So, yeah, it's really cool. But, so, yeah. So, like I said, that was short. Probably not as short as I was hoping it would be. But we're going to move into the Jesus portion. Probably here in, here in a minute, Joy's probably going to have to um, to jump out. He's got some... Um, some work to he's got to study for uh, some of his his Bible classes he's taken, but so I said moving to the the Jesus part, and I want to kind of give you kind of a, a rundown. This will probably be a little longer than than what we want because I'm going to kind of tell you where we're moving, where we're going from here. So what this will be is almost like um, we want to design this to kind of be like a Bible study that you listening um or you watching live that you can join in with us and that you can um even be prepared ahead of time to and know where we're going so this is kind of what we're going we want to kind of do a study and this is going to take a long time for doing this every other week we want to do a study of on the new testament church in ephesus um and that church is probably the most prominent church in the new testament and so what we want to these these first few weeks we want to look in the book of acts about how the church at ephesus started um and then and that's probably going to take about four weeks uh eight weeks because we're doing every other week um so about two months to get through that and then we're going to move into the book of ephesians which is obviously paul's letter to the church at ephesus and then from there we want to move to first and second timothy so Timothy was a pastor, which we'll, we'll get into that. Timothy was a pastor of the church of Ephesus. Um, and then 
from there, we want to move in 1 John, 2 John, 3 John. John, the Apostle John, was an elder at the church of Ephesus. And then finish it up with uh, Jesus' letter in the book of Revelation to the church at Ephesus. So we kind of want it. So as as we develop, you know, as this develops, as the story of this church develops, we'll kind of see really, I think it's it's the most information we can gain on what like a real New Testament church look like. Um, ups and downs, positives and negatives, the struggles. And I think we'll see too as we study this and as we go through this that there's not a lot that's changed, that the same struggles that, you know, we tend to really like glorify these these uh, New Testament churches, but they had a lot of the same struggles that, that we did. And and they had, like the church of Ephesus, they've got like, Paul helped plan it, like the Apostle Paul, who wrote most of the New Testament, helped plan it, um, plant it. The Apostle John was one of its elders, and Timothy, who'd probably be celebrated as mo- one of the most well-known pastors of all time, was one of its pastors, and yet it still had some major, major issues. Um, so yeah, so we want to talk about all that. This is going. I'm going to do this first. Um, this first episode. I'm going to do this first day of this. Uh, Joy is going to continue this. Not next week. Next week will be a full episode, but the next week, and then we've got some guys that we just want that are a part of the Sports and Jesus community that we trust their love for Jesus. And um, and so we're going to be kind of throwing some some different guys at you to hopefully get some different points of view and hopefully kind of help develop that um, that kind of Bible study feel to where it's not just one person teaching or one. Um, so, so that's kind of what, what we're trying to do. We I don't know if it'll work. I don't know how good it'll be, but we'll see. We'd love your feedback on it. Uh, it'll probably take a little while to kind of get it up and running. But yeah, so I want to start tonight in uh, the book of Acts, uh, chapter chapter 18, and, and I'm going to read a little bit. So if you're not familiar with the book of Acts, the book of Acts is basically what happens. Um, it's really the second half of the bo- book of Luke. So the book of Acts is what happens uh, after Jesus ascends. So he, he, he resurrects in the book of Luke. He ascends into heaven at the beginning of the book of Acts. And uh, and then this is what, what happens next. So this tells the story of the, the church originally kind of slim, and then God in his sovereignty uh, causes it to spread throughout the world. And so that's kind of what happens in Acts. So by this time in the book of Acts, we've we've been introduced to probably one of the biggest characters in the whole New Testament and that's the apostle Paul. And so at this time he's just he's traveling around and he's just planting churches in all these cities that that he's coming in. Uh there's a a goal that he has to uh a a group of people that God's putting on his heart and that's the people of of Asia or, or Asia Minor or um you know similar to modern day Turkey. That's kind of where he's where he's headed. That's what where he wants to go. And so, like I said, he's kind of he's in church planting mode here in chapter eighteen, going to different cities, planting churches. Uh, so we'll we'll start in. Let me move this where I'm not holding it up over the the camera there. But we'll start chapter eighteen, uh, verse eighteen. After this, Paul stayed many days longer, and then took leave of the brothers and set sail for Syria, and with him Priscilla and Aquila, at 
Centrea, he had cut his hair, for he was under a vow, and they came to Ephesus, and he left them there, but he himself went into the synagogue and reasoned with the Jews. When they asked him to stay for a longer period, he declined, but on take, but on taking leave of them, he said, I will return to you if God wills, and he set sail from Ephesus. So what happened there is Paul's got Priscilla and Aquila with him. Priscilla and Aquila is this this married couple that have been with Paul for a little bit at this point. They've been learning under Paul. They've been training under Paul. So you can kind of think of it like they're like seminary educated um, people here. I mean, they've they've been training under the Apostle Paul who wrote a good chunk of the New Testament. Uh, so Paul, he preaches in the synagogue here in Ephesus. Obvious, obviously the people, so that's what he did. That's how he would plant churches. He would come into a city. He would find the Jewish synagogue in that city. Um, Ephesus is one of the major cities of that time, one of the leading cities in Asia. So he goes, and a city like Ephesus is going to have a Jewish synagogue. So he goes there, and he starts preaching Christ, preaching the gospel at the Jewish synagogue. And so you've got to understand, like, like the gospel, um, especially the way it's presented in the book of Acts, is kind of almost like, okay, the Jewish faith, you get kind of the core, the foundation here. Now let me tell you about Jesus. Now let me tell you about, you've got all these promises, you've got all these, these covenants that God has made with you. Let me show you how they've been fulfilled, and they've been fulfilled in Jesus. And so that's why Paul went to the Jewish synagogue, because there's already a, a foundation of a group of people understanding the Old Testament there. And so he would go to the Jewish synagogue, typically. He would preach the gospel. People would come to faith in Jesus. And that group of people would then become that local church. And then that local church would then start reaching out, reaching out to people outside of the Jewish faith. Um, that, was, that was always important to Paul. That's one thing he was called to do. So that's, that's what they do. So he's doing that. He preached synagogue. There's obviously people that... Um, people that like it, people that enjoy what he's talking about. And he, um, so there are people there that need more, that want to learn more. They want to be taught more. They want to hear more about Jesus. But Paul's got obligations to move on. Um, he, he, I think he's, he's headed back to Antioch, which is his sending church. And so what Paul does is he's got Priscilla and Aquila with him that he's been training. And so he just train these group of believers and kind of head up this church in Ephesus. So right here you see the foundation, the church at Ephesus. Um, so this is, this is the beginning here. This is how it's planted. This is how our journey starts. And um, so then I'm going to move on to verses uh, real quick. Real quickly, verses. look at verse 24 in chapter 18. Now a Jew named Apollos, a native of Alexandria, came to Ephesus. He was an eloquent man, competent in the scriptures. He had been instructed in the way of the Lord. And being fervent in spirit, he spoke and taught accurately the things concerning, concerning Jesus, though he knew only He began to speak boldly in the synagogue. But when Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they took him and more accurately. And when he wished to cross to Achaia, the brothers encouraged him and wrote to the disciples to welcome him. When he arrived, he greatly helped those who through grace had believed, for he powerfully refuted the Jews in public, showing by the scriptures that the Christ was Jesus. So 
You see here kind of the next thing that happens at the church at Ephesus, there's this man named Apollos comes. And he is a good speaker. He is a, a Christian here. He knows the gospel, the core elements of the gospel. And so he begins speaking. Um, there, there's obviously some things that he just hadn't connected uh, doctrinally or theologically. Priscilla and Aquila, instead of, hey, this guy doesn't know everything. He's not where we should be theologically. Don't listen to him. They kind of take him under their wing. They encourage him. They teach him. And then they help him move on to the next city for God to use them there, uh, which is such a beautiful picture of kind of how we should um, treat those that, you know, we, we might not agree with completely theologically, um, especially those that are younger in the faith. And, and so often we just, if you don't, if you don't agree with me, then you're not worth my time or you're not worth paying attention to. Um, I think especially I think of when you think of like guys that are that are early on in their in their preaching and in their preaching ministry and you see some giftedness there, but you just see some some kind of holes, some things that they haven't connected yet. And I think by example of Priscilla and Aquila here, it's it's good and encouraged to, you know, just be gentle with them. Um see the gifting that God's given them and praise him for that. And then also like it's, it's important to then help them, you know, fill in those gaps, fill in those holes. Um, so, so that's kind of where we're at. That's kind of where we're going to stop for the night is we've seen now kind of the, how the first believers in Ephesus, the first leaders of the church of Ephesus, Priscilla and Aquila, um, you know, we've seen kind of the first, the first is- issue and how it was handled gracefully and and God got the glory from it. Instead of squandering someone's gift like Apollos, instead of saying Apollos, well, you know, you're not perfect, so just just stop preaching. Continue to preach, bro. Just let's let's um let's help you out here. And um so yeah, so there's some encouragement in that. And we just started a, a very long journey, and I'm excited you're with us, whether you're watching us live or um, checking us out on the podcast. But yeah. So, Sports and Jesus Podcast, Lofty Leather Company, Red Letter Clothing Company. Our music is brought to you by Esso. Uh, go check him out. And also, um, no big deal. So, so yeah. Appreciate you guys. Reach out to us. Okay, I'm tripping. My friend used to be mad efficient. Decided to love people and he became deficient. At time management, but really he started to listen. And everything he thought was gold started not to glisten. So here's my proposition for those in my position. Let's be the opposition to any hostile living. They gon' say that I went soft on this one, but man, I already counted the cost on this one. Like, I love.